Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of All Star with Moss Podcast. I am Nick Labazetta. And I'm Tony. So, Anthony, what do you think of the news that has come out in the past couple weeks about Walt Disney World, specifically Star Wars Land and Epcot? Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff. Last week, it was like we learned everything about Star Wars Land. Yeah. Um, So, for the Epcot, I'm pretty pumped about the entrance. Um, Yes. I I never liked the uh, stones with the faces. I, I do, you know, we never had one, so it's not like I had any special connection to it. I just never cared. Um, so I'm glad that's going to be going away. I like the fact it's going to be a lot of flowers, a lot of open spaces. And, you know, as people know, I love water, so there's going to be a nice new fountain. And it looks really similar to the fountain that used to be in front of Epcot. So I'm liking that kind of retro, classic Epcot Center, early 80s feel that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And then what do you think of the play area that's going to replace? Wonders of Life, is that it? It's Yeah, Wonders of Life, that's where like you go if there's um, a festival going yeah. on. It's like the festival center. Um, I, right now, I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that they're actually using it for something. I didn't think that would happen. So I'm optimistic. Um, you know, from what they've said about it so far, I, you know, I really don't have a good grasp on if it's going to be yeah. more of a kid place, if it's going to be, you know, um, something more like interventions. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a great, standalone attraction. I don't know. What do you think? I think I, I fear it's going to be a play area like just for kids. And I just don't know what, I think like, it'll be it'll be too much like IPs less like like flying around. Yeah, I I saw the their main picture you see I think the the girl from Wreck-It Ralph Penelope and one other person from a different movie. So it looks like they're going to have multiple I, and I movies. thought I saw Joy from Maybe that's who it was. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I hope it's just not a play area. I that seems so, especially on that side of Future World, because, you know, if theming still matters, that's supposed to be, you know, um, less imagination and more, like, solid, concrete evidence of, like, science and fact. You know, test track, technology, going outer space, using energy to harness power, you know, than this thing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, did they say anything about what they're going to do for festival centers? Like no, for, no, I don't know. Maybe they're thinking they won't need one. Maybe they'll be in interventions. I don't think there's been any news. Um, yeah, interventions would be good. I'm thinking it'll go to the Odyssey. Yeah, that could definitely be possible because yeah. the Odyssey is not where the new restaurant's going. So yes, uh, and then Star Wars Land. Yeah, there was a bunch of a stuff. A lot now, of stuff. I'm, I'm, you know, I've seen the movies. I, I enjoyed the original trilogy, but like, I'm not a huge fan, and I'm not. You know, like counting the days until I can see Star Wars land like I was with Pandora. Um, the food, we'll start with the food. I was not impressed with any of the food stuff. It just seems kind of boring. Um, but then again, I also don't expect anything fantastic when it comes to Star Wars food. It's not, I mean, I guess it is kind of like this foreign alien thing. But Does it remind you at all of uh, the stuff that they sell at Pandora? Yes, but I, I think it's a like a dumbed down version, of less Pandora. exotic, like yeah. no cheeseburger. Like pods. it's going to be more popular. So, but even the cheeseburger pods, you know, aren't super crazy. Um, I think it's going to be like, yeah, we know there's going to be a lot of people coming. Maybe not as many who want to try something new and different. So it's going to look exotic, but it's not like I was not, nothing on the menus really impressed me. Um, I'm the, excited for the milk. Yeah, the milk seems interesting. Um, the merchandise seems cool if you're a Star Wars fan, but. Like, I would never buy any of that stuff. The lightsabers are going to be, like, $150, yeah, which but is they're insane. like they're, like, 
I'm sure they're gonna be nice lightsabers. Yeah, they're le- not legit, but they're not like plastic. Yeah. So I mean, I, if you're a Star Wars fan, this place is, is gonna be your dream. I think. Yeah. Gonna, I from what I've read about the rides, and I'm you know I don't want to get into the rides and everything, but it seems like it's gonna be an ama- both rides are gonna be amazing attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to riding them. Probably not in this decade. Yeah. Um, did you see the cast member uniforms? Yeah, I did. I, I know people are kind of flipping out. I don't I like flipping out in a bad way. No, good. Oh, way. I like them. I yeah. I do. I mean, I don't like them. I don't not like them. It's just like oh, yeah. This that's what I would expect. Yeah. Um. And I said, have you seen the animatronic? No, I saw something about it, but I didn't. I didn't. It looks see very it. good. I don't know. I think it's for Smuggler Fun. I could be completely I, yeah, wrong I think, about that. Like I saw the queue. I um. Where I think you kind of go through. The Millennium Falcon, and there's even parts like there's. Wait, they showed the queue. I didn't see that. Well, they talked about the queue. Oh, okay. Um, it, so it's it seems very cool. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Star Wars Land. I probably won't see it. Like we're going in May. It obviously won't be open. I don't know. The next time I'm at Disney World could possibly be like the fiftieth. Like I might, if we're going for the fiftieth, I might take next year off. If we're in a spring for you know the poly for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably go a couple days. You might next. do Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'll probably go a couple days next year. I can't. Um, I really can't see myself missing a full year. But I don't see myself hitting Star Wars Land for a while, and and I'm okay with that. I but I mean those crowds are going to be. I mean it's just like there, there's really I don't think any significant thing to compare it to of how big those crowds are going to be. It's just going. It's I just feel bad for all the cast members. Do you have any friends that are going to be working it? No. Not that I know of. Yeah, I mean, they could get a transfer, but I'm gonna have to say a, we have to all say a silent prayer for them. Yeah, I know once that day. opens, it's gonna be a mob, and we'll get a test of it, on, at least on the East Coast, from when the uh, when it opens in Disneyland, because I think it opens in like June or July. Yep. Um, but yeah, anyways, that was interesting what you said about the Q talk. There we go. Speaking of, of transitions, Q. <laughs> Uh, what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about the best queues in Disney World. Diehard Disney fans know that half the fun of an attraction is the queue. Looking at all the little details, the hidden references. Um, if there's a story, the story almost always starts in the queue. You know, I'm someone who's like, if I don't get a fast pass for one of the top rides, I'm okay waiting a little while in these queues because they're they're fun to, to be in. They're, they're fun to look around. Um so if you're someone who is like fast pass, you know, if I'm in line, I just run through everything. I'm not looking. Maybe when we talk about some of these things next time, you'll kind of stop, wander a little bit, let people pass by while you're examining, you know, a crack in the wall or a picture on the wall. Whatever. I agree. You want to start us off, Nick? Yes. Do you want to just well, start a magic? Or? Yeah, Magic Kingdom. Okay. So why don't we start off with uh, going into Adventureland and stopping at the Jungle Cruise. Yep. Jungle Cruise, I think, is great. Uh, you have all the little knickknacks um, in the Jungle Cruise. You have, especially like even when you walk up to the thing, you have that spider that jumps at you oh, and yeah. scares people. Uh, like the the thing I love about the Jungle Cruise is like you know, fans of the Jungle Cruise know that like skippers are kind of incompetent, you know, stupid. They're always screwing things up in in the story. In, yes, yeah, not, not the uh, not the cast members, um, and and you can even see it like when you're looking at the at the uh, roof of the Jungle Cruise. Like, the pieces of metal are, like, just placed haphazardly and colors don't match. It just looks like it was done by people who either don't care or don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I love that there's a water fountain and uh, it's a crate 
that contains a live baby piranha. It says just little things like that. And yeah, when you get in, there's a lot of little details showing like the dangers of what a skipper can encounter in the waters of Africa or wherever the Jungle Cruise takes place. There's like missing persons and missing boat sign. Like I love the classic, I leaned over, then right below it, and fell in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the free kitten sign and the kittens, you know, might not be super small. I didn't want to explain all the jokes because they're they're corny to say them, but when you see them and you're kind of imagining the story, it's funnier. Next right, there's the spider. There's the employee of the month. Check out the employee of the month. There's the kitchen sign. That's my favorite. Yeah, I love that. You know, just just hope you like chicken. Um, there's the gorilla cage with the bars. Oh, I at the exit. That. Yeah. Uh, is that the exit? Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, you know, what's also great in this queue is Albert Awal. Yes. The voice of the jungle, as they call it. This is the radio show that the skippers listen to in the story, and there's it's usually playing like old timey music that they would listen to on their cruises, and then Awal will jump in every once in a while and you know have some stupid pun or a news report about some skippers doing something stupid. Yeah, you see, I love that because I say 90% of the cues in Disney, they just have, like, a score playing in the background, nothing yeah, really. Yeah, this is Th- something this brings This brings the cue more to life yeah. and the the attraction more to life as well. And I don't know if I, – I assume I was with you, but, like, I've, I've heard um, the actual cast members in the queue make similar jokes. I remember someone, you know, they were like, you know, some, we found a wallet – with hundreds of dollars in it, you know, and you want to claim it, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I heard, I remember that. Just, I, you know, I love that they're getting into it, too. Um, the only thing I'll say about this queue that I'm not a fan of is it gets hot. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's that, it's like that old-time, like, just wood and not, you know, it's not comfortable. There's they no have air the fans. Or yeah, they have the fans, and it, and it works. But this, and this queue can get long, too. Um, but... Like, this is definitely worth, if it's like a half hour, like, definitely worth if you've never been through it before to check out all these funny little things. There's, there's more that we've, uh, that we haven't mentioned. Uh, and it, you know, it's just, if you're not laughing at this stuff, you're not going to enjoy the actual attraction. Yeah. Because you have, it, it's, it's corny, it's stupid, but, it, you know, nothing wrong with that. It, that's, that's what the Jungle Cruise is. If you get into it before you actually get into the boat, because it's going to be more enjoyable for you, it's going to be more enjoyable for the skipper, who, you know, I feel so bad for those skippers. It's just a bunch of people just uh, don't chuckle at the puns. Yeah. I want to. You said you don't like how hot it gets. I think that's a point for the queue, because it for theming. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it brings you back. It brings you into it, saying like, this. If this was real, this wasn't going to have an air conditioner. Yeah. That. That's. I mean, you might be right. So that's I think. I think it's a. It's a plus. I mean, obviously, it's going to get hot. That's a good point. Um, you want to do the next one, or anything else you want to say for this one? No, I. I love the Jungle Cruise and. We're not going to talk about now, but the Jungle Cruise queue. There's also some connections in Skipper Canteen. Yes, um, which is which is cool that the story carries over to another thing. Um, number the the second one I think we could talk about is Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Now for Pirates of the Caribbean, I like I think there's better detail cues, but in ter- like when you smell that water smell in Pirates, and you know what I'm talking about, yep. Nick. Obviously, I bought an air freshener. Yeah, that's right, and and I I I bet most. Disney fans know what I'm talking about, like that water smell, that mm-hmm. part of the Caribbean yep. water smell. Like it hits you in a way that you're like, like it really, like, cause you know how like sense is the most powerful smell of taking you back. It's one of those moments where you're like, oh, I, I'm here, I'm gonna ride pirates. Like it's just so authentic, so so simple, and it just gets me in the, like a great mood every time, and it gets me so excited. 
I love that the song's always playing in the background, you know, different tempos, mm -hmm. different speeds. Um, I love that this is the only cue where the fast pass cue is better. I agree. Because there's there's two sides. In in the Pirates of the Caribbean, it's a Spanish fortress. And um, like you can see cannons on top of the roof. You can see that there's been cannonballs uh, shot through the sail of the attraction sign. So the fast pass queue, you go through the dungeon of the fortress. In the standby queue, you go through the soldiers' living quarters. So the f when the fast pass queue, you're going through and you're seeing cannons and cannonballs and stuff. But one of the best things is the dungeon cell window when you pass by. And if you look down into it, you see two skeletons playing chess. And and I love it. It's so, oh, yeah. it's so easy. There's no audio animatronics. There's no, you know great hidden mickey or anything but it's just a fantastic little touch of detail two pirates locked in the game of chess for all eternity and it's something like it, you can just walk on by never see it yeah and so i i just love every once in a while you know someone will just peek their head and be like oh my god you know look down there like it's just a little hidden thing and it just shows like you take the time to check the stuff out you're gonna be rewarded um, you didn't mention that the pieces are were originally set as a stalemate. They were originally set. I, 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 I don't I, I know. I know there's been some, like, I don't know if the official version, like, I know they were originally set to be eternally stalemate, and I think when it got cleaned or something one day, like, they... Cast members moved. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that like, that's the amount of detail. I think it was Mark we Davis. We should check that out. Yeah, I think it was Mark Davis, one of the legendary Imagineers who did that. But, yeah, that's, like, the, the level of detail that they put in. No one would... Is ever gonna notice that chessboard? Oh yeah! <laughs> like even diehard fans, I'd be like, we, I've I never, don't care. I don't know what the <laughs> but, pieces are at. Yeah, but That's the fact we that at, the fact that they put that detail in is just amazing. And and something else I love, I know it's in the fast pass queue. I don't know if it's in the uh, regular queue. And I don't think you ever heard it, but I caught it at my last trip, where right when you're like about to get into the boat in the loading zone. That's usually when, like, you know, there's not too much detail going on in attractions because, you know, people are getting, you know, no one's really paying attention. But if you listen real close, you can hear, like, off in the distance, a pirate digging for treasure. Like, having the, sho uh, the uh, shovel in the sand, scooping it out, looking for treasure, mumbling to himself, and singing pirate's life for me to himself. Okay, yeah. I, I think I have heard that, that before. Yeah. Like a very slow yo -ho. Yeah, just yeah. so, that just so, again, it's just, it's another little sound thing. Yes. Like, you know, it's noisy, not paying attention. Just, you know, take a second, try and, try and put your ear to, to the side. I love it. I agree. Um, and then we go on to Liberty Square for the Haunted Mansion. Possibly the best queue in Disney World. Yeah. So one thing I just noticed is, like, when you walk into the queue where it says uh, wait time, there is, like, a, th this, a set of bars, and there's a little, discolor a little different colored bars that forms a bat mm -hmm. i showed you that you you knew that already obviously i think i did yeah but um just that little detail like i've i've gone on that ride probably like almost 100 times oh yeah and uh i've never noticed it until i was watching some video and i just like paused the screen to look at it you know what else i love on the entrance sign is when it's a short wait mm -hmm. like no wait 13 minutes yes that's come hilarious on. come on that's per i mean that's again it's just amazing and i think they even show it on the the disney app Really? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, you know what? You're yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then also when you walk in uh, to the queue on your right, you see the uh, horse and carriage. Oh, yeah. It's just... Love that. That's amazing. Yeah, and even like the little things, like, again, I, I've been in this attraction 20, 30 times, and j just my last time I was on it, I know it's like in the beginning, 
there's like the fenced in garden and it's just like when you pay attention to it like it's just untrimmed grass it's like an aged water fountain tipped over it's clearly a place that has not been cared for in some time um and then there's like one red rose still available in one of the vines just like this one weird it's like you know what's the spirit that's keeping that rose alive and then you see a rose on master gracie's tombstone like come on i was thinking the same thing ridiculous um another great part about the queue all the the tributes on the gravestones it's like the haunted mansion version of windows on main street do you mean on the end no in the beginning like uh here lies good old fred a great big rock oh right before you actually enter yeah and okay it's about uh an imagineer fred fred yoger jorger something like that and he dealt in rock design he designed big thunder mountain he designed the canadian rockies um, there's a bunch of those in memory of Grandpa Mark from Mark Davis. Master Gracie laid to rest. Master Gracie was the ma- uh, was Imagineer Yale Gracie. He was the master of special effects for that ride. Um, there's so many of those that you can. They're almost always going to be either Imagineers or like voice actors from the uh, from the ride. That's so cool. Um, I also like. Like right when the extended queue begins, you have that murder mystery. Oh, that is so. When you like, uh, I never really had anyone like stand with me to try and solve the mystery because we did it once, but I it's we been did it. it's yeah, but again, it's been so long oh, that I forgot yeah. who we'll did do what. It, yeah, we'll do it next time. Yeah, it's I'm not going to go through it, but yeah, yeah it, it's the uh, the bust of like the the family, and basically like there's there's a guy and he's. He's Uncle Jacob, and you can see, I think he's got, like, a lot of money mm-hmm. in Is that in the hand. first one you should look at? Yeah, and I think, like, there's a little sign on his, and it's like, um, he had his treasure, but he was killed for his wealth, so who killed him? And there's little details in each part of the thing. Other tombstones. Look, you know, look above, look below, look behind, mm-hmm. to, and you there, you can figure out who killed him, and, and you know, who, who, who killed who, and who stole from what. It's absolutely amazing. One day, you know, in a later show, maybe we'll go in depth about it. I don't want to do it now. Um, but, yeah, like even, you know, the pipe organ that has Ravencroft on the name. And it's Thorough Ravencroft who sings Grim Grinning Ghosts. I love that. Um, how about the footsteps? You like the footsteps, I know. Um, of the dog? Nope, I don't know what you're No, about. okay. I thought you knew about this. But there's the footsteps of the caretaker. You know the caretaker you see? Where is this? In, uh, like... On the side close to the rivers of America, when you like, if you stepped out, you'd be almost stepping in the water. Okay, and I, it's vague. You know how they're. You know how after you die in the attraction, you see the him. Yep. In the dog, you see his footsteps, and then the footsteps of the dog, and there's also a little doggy door in the gate. Okay, I I think I know what you're talking about. I have to double check yeah. when we go. But yeah, that's amazing. And how about the wedding ring? Oh uh, yeah, the, the wedding ring, which wasn't a wedding ring no, initially. This like this is an example of. Uh, Disney fans creating mm-hmm. part of the story. Yeah. And should we, should we go into detail about yeah, it? go ahead. For, so for people who might not know, like the famous wedding ring thing, um, it's near the captain's crypt, the one, you know, when he sneezes and the water comes out. And the backstory is that the original ring was this leftover piece of metal support in the cement. But guests kept seeing it, and they created the legend that, like, it belonged to the bride in the mansion who, like, threw out the the ring out the window after she would kill one of the husbands. Um, Now, it was never an official part of the story. And after the area was paved over for the new uh, queue, there were some passionate mansion fans online who got upset. I can't believe they got rid of the ring. This is the greatest part of the the ride. And Imagineers paid attention to this stuff 
And when it was updated again, the ring was brought back and made to look like an actual ring. And now it's so prominent that there's pins made up, like pins about the ring. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and you can get them in, in Memento Mori. Like that, I think that's just, it shows the dedication of the fans. It shows the dedication of Imagineers caring about the fans and caring about the detail. Mm-hmm. And I just love how like fans are, you know, talking about something online and now you can buy a pin of it. Like uh. it's, it's beautiful. Um, and then obviously right before you enter the mansion, uh, you see Madame Leota's tombstone. Just look at it for a couple seconds. We don't really want to say what happens, but just keep an eye on it. Uh, and then I have a question for you. When does the queue end and the ride begin? <laughs> I was going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> um, that's a really good question. I, I think the queue ends when you walk in. Okay. I, I think, think I think the stretching room is like the pre-show. Okay. I'm, I was saying, so when you walk in, you see Master Gracie's picture. That is the end of the, uh, like end I say, Master Gracie is the beginning of the attraction. Okay. It's just the end of the queue. I mean, that's splitting hairs. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I don't consider the. Uh, so you say when you literally walk inside, you're when in the When those doors close and you hear when hinges creak and doorless chambers, you're on the ride. Okay. You're in, you're, you're not on the ride, but you're in the attraction. Yeah. Yeah, because it's pre-show. There's yeah. several. And Mansion is the only one, one of the few that has a great post queue. Like there's the mm-hmm. crypts at the end with all the puns, and then there's the tribute to Mr. Toad. There's the pet cemetery, mm-hmm. um, and Mr. Toad was, if you don't know, he was a beloved Fantasyland attraction, and he was replaced by Winnie the Pooh. Fans were outraged. They were, like they were Toad sit-ins where they would literally sit around the attraction <laughs> yeah um wow. you know and imagineers loved it too so they made this this tribute to mr toad and it's rumored that the on the tomb i don't know if it's true i've never been able to read it but it's rumored that the thing says mr toad here lies toad sad but true not as marketable as winnie the pooh which i really hope that's real i love that i hope it is too i don't know because they moved, he moved after uh, Irma. Irma, yeah, he came down a lot. He came center. He was like top left, yeah. way in the back corner, and now he's more in the center. So maybe that's when they switched. Because, I mean, it's really hard to see any writing on it now. Yeah. But I I assume they had it initially. Um, and that is it for Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. We have one more in? One more. Yep. This isn't as, like, there isn't as many great details, but... I think the queue for, I don't even know the name of it, Under the Sea, is it Under the Sea Voyage of the Little Mermaid? I never get this name right. Yeah. Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid? I don't Journey know. with the Little care. Mermaid, I think that's it. I just like, you know, I love the waterfalls, obviously. I love, there's a bunch of tributes and references to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, mm-hmm. which is the original attraction that was there. There's the best Steamboat Willie. Yeah, so for that, is yeah, as you you're leaving the ride, right before you exit the the exit and start walking on Fantasyland. Look to your right. You will see a set of rocks. It would stand at one angle, and all the rocks come together to form a hidden Mickey of Steamboat Willie, which I mean is just so such brilliant details, but in something as small as a hidden Mickey. Yeah, it, you're not. You're, it's gonna be tough to find on your own. I, I certainly needed help. Mm-hmm. You can go online, and there's you know pictures of it. All I all always, I've always seen cast members. Like, ask people, like, hey, do you know there's a Mickey there? So they definitely know what's going on, so you can ask them. Do you know the story of the water of the the attraction? I do. You but want, you want, No, oh. you go ahead. 
you go ahead. You, you, you'll <laughs> have a, I'm so much better. You'll have all the details. <laughs> um, like twenty thousand leagues was the original attraction that was there, and people loved that one too. So when twenty thousand leagues was um, being destroyed, Imagineers saved some of the water and they stored it for years. And then when Journey into the whatever it's called opened, Imagineers opened the jars of water and poured it into the attraction. So there's a little piece of that's awesome. Yeah, of uh, 20,000 Leagues in the attraction. And then in the queue, um, you can see, like, carved in the rock, one of the rocks, mm-hmm. the Nautilus, is that what it's called? I think so. I never I never did 20,000 Leagues. I don't yeah, think. we were too. I think we were too young. I don't even know if it was open when we were there. Yeah, I don't know. And then what I love is when, listen, another reason to look down, and as you walk in on, you see just the se- seashells mm-hmm. stuck in the ground, and it's just, just such brilliant details yeah and like i love how there's like there's a ship that crashed into the rocks or something Mm -hmm. and if you like you can like the the ship is like broken and busted and the wood even looks like it's been faded in the sun yeah like just that crazy level of detail again everything like everything about it is and then like i like the waterfalls obviously yeah uh, and then you go inside you have the scuttle animatronic yeah i really don't remember like i i know that where it kind of where mm-hmm. you start going in the caves, but I haven't been on the ride in a while. I went uh, like when we go, we go in the scuttle and then we go right into the ride. But I went and one time in March when I went, it was busy, so we they put us into this like circular room that we've never been in before. Really, like it was a game you play. Yeah, I guess that's when it's really busy. But uh, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see the gameplay. But I was just standing there like I've never been in this room before, and. Like I can't believe that there's so many rooms. There's probably there's probably a queue that we've done a bunch of times that we've never seen, uh, that we've never been inside like oh, a I busy bet. part. I bet. Have you Absolutely. been into the place where the fans are, like of Jungle Cruise? Uh, you know, like. N- well, I think I was only because. Oh, you. I, I I think I asked someone to go. Can I go over here and check some of the stuff out? Yeah. They're like, I guess if you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even think I ended up going. But yeah, I've never. Like, because Jungle Cruise, like, I, I support 100% people checking this stuff out. But if Jungle Cruise is, like, an hour away, I'm not waiting for Jungle yeah, Cruise. Yeah, no. Um, the queue's not that good. Yes. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm sure there's, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's there's probably stuff in every one of these ones we've talked about so far that I still don't know, and you still don't know. Oh, yeah, I would agree. Um, um, so that's that's the big four for uh, Magic Magic, Kingdom. yeah. So then let's go over to Epcot. We got one in Epcot. Not a, not a crazy huge queue, but it's great theming. Great setting. You can uh, lead us off for that one. I love this queue. Frozen Ever, Frozen Ever After's queue. You walk in immediately, and you look to your left. You see a picture of Kristoff and Sven, and then you have the uh, the decree. Is that what the word? Like when they welcome yeah. you? Yeah. And just the detail on that one picture. It's Elsa in the top, and then split in between is an ice skating rink and a, a melted river with a boat on it. And this isn't confirmed, but I guarantee – that on on that boat is Flynn Rider and Rapunzel. It's a girl with short dark hair and a man who has hair like his. And oh, looks I believe like, it one hundred percent. I look. It looks like he's wearing his getup uh, and stuff like that. And that's not like that's right when you step in to turn left to actually enter the queue. Mm-hmm. And like it's just all that little I detail bet, yeah, right I, when it begins. That the queue also has a bunch of great little tributes to the Maelstrom. Yep. Um, there's there's I, I know. Norway has a lot of tributes to the Maelstrom. I'm not sure how many are in the actual queue, but I know of two. There's a in when you go in. Woohoo! Wandering Okies. Yeah. Which is a great part of the queue mm-hmm. itself. Um, you know, check out 
the steam door. Mm -hmm. I won't. We won't say too much, but yeah, just great little extra something. It looks just like a shop too. Like it does. You have it's like the, the fishes like oh yeah being fermented. Yeah. I just love and that. then if you look if if you remember when you would be on the Maelstrom, one of the things was I don't even remember where it was, but it was the big like polar bear mm -hmm. like getting ready to attack you or something. Maybe it was after the drop. Yeah, I have no idea. But if you look up in the queue, um, in the in the shop on, on like the top shelf, there's a little miniature version of that polar mm -hmm. bear. I would say what it's next next to the steam door. No, the steam door is on the left. Mm -hmm. I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure when, if you're looking straight up, so the right like corner side. to the like on okay. the right, and then what's the other one? Um, do you know the other one? I forgot it. It's in the loading area. You gotta turn your head. And it's a sign that says warning something 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 and warning maelstrom sighting something like that. Oh yeah, I knew I've heard and, of that. I think, one. I, think like, I think a maelstrom's like a storm. I think so. Um, so yeah, you know, just two great little uh, references to the old attraction, and that's another cue where like I just love being in it. Like you know, it feels like nighttime. Yeah, always. like I I legitimately sometimes feel I'm outside. Yeah, and it's night out. Yeah, that music I I downloaded the music recently. It is just such. So just good music. Mm -hmm. uh, trying to think, did they they change the boats? Right, it's not just. Mm, I'm pretty sure they did because I remember seeing v pictures of the boats like being. Yeah, I've seen. Driven I, off I the remember that. The boats are beautiful, but uh, I'm trying to think what else from the queue that we. It's a simple queue, but I I, I do enjoy it. It's like, all I don't it's mind. all just one room. Yeah, I really don't like. Even though it's uh, what's the zigzag? What's, zigzag but I think there's enough like an official word for it. I don't care. Um. But yeah, like it's just it's got a nice feel to it. It's cool, like as in like temperature wise. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, lo I just love the lights. I love the music playing. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a solid cue, and that's the only one we really have for uh, Epcot. Epcot. Yeah, none of the not, other ones not, really knock our socks. No, off. if it was the old test track, we would probably talk about that. I like that one. But since it, since the refurbishments, no, it's garbage. Yeah, um, we have onwards two to or one. We have two. Okay. In Hollywood Studios. Yeah, you want to do your I'll do the first, first? one, yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, Toy Story Land. It is Toy Story Mania. And, I mean, it, it's basically the same queue as its old ride, like when you entered from the other side. But I just love it. It's like you're, sh you're a toy size. You have these giant pictures of the Andy Drew of Woody and Buzz and his friends. Uh, you have the, all the toys, like the Lincoln Logs, Ants in the Pants, the Monkeys. And the best part of it, in my opinion, is the – potato head animatronic when they uh added the third track and got rid of him like two years ago i was very upset and i'm glad that he's back for um for toy story land i just love uh, i don't know if he still takes the ear out because that would, would cause a lot of times it would accidentally fall that's and then potato cool. head was shut down that's pretty I, I don't even know if i if i ever saw that yeah i've only seen it online but uh it is it's so cool to see that uh see the animatronic it was like it was such a like such a new inventive thing yeah. when it came out uh it's nice to see how far they've gone to from that but it's just that's a simple cue as well now is in uh slinky what's the penguin's name with the microphone wheezy is he in the ride or the queue he's in the ride okay, okay. um yeah that that that's a solid one and the other great one in hollywood studios again one of the like maybe best queue in the in the theme parks is Tower Terror. Yeah. Um, it's when, you know, you go up to it and it's just grim looking. The lawn is just, you know, completely overdone. Yeah, not taken care of. The, the fountains. Yeah, fountains dried up. And then yeah, when you then go. he cries whenever he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I, I've, I've attempted to go on that ride, I think, three times. And I've, only, I've done it. I've done it. And I will do it this time because it is a fantastic attraction. Um, then you go into the lobby of the hotel. First, I love that, like, all the merchandise is just, it's like about, it's, it's a hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, do not disturb signs and stuff. I have a bell, like a bellhop <laughs> bell. They have uh, the bellhop costume. Yeah, that's, the little fan, hat. that's fantastic. Um, they also do the 13-minute wait. Yes, they do. They do. And, like, it's just dusty. There's cobwebs. There's, a, like, a 13-diamond award that it got 13. <laughs> <laughs> there's glasses from, like, the famous um, Twilight Zone episode where the guy, like, he's alone in the world. Mm-hmm. and He got all the books, but then his glasses break. So it's, like, broke glasses. I think there's, like, there's a Mahjong game that people were playing, and then they, like, just disappeared. There's, there's like, uh, music for a song. I think it's called, like, no Mickey Mouse in this party or something like that. Really? Um, there's like real um, hotel luggage from like the 1930s that you know, rich people would use. Yeah, that lobby is just such like I've only been in it cobweb. once, I think. And I, I You've really, only ridden the ride once? Yeah. Wow. So I really got to scan it more because I know we're just scratching the surface of, of uh, Tower Terror. Um, but like there's just – and then like the boiler room is the second part Before of the Before the boiler room, that pre-show thing – one minor detail that I love is the dude's telling the story of how back in the day uh, it's raining, like a day like today, and there's one window that you just hear the pitter-patter of rain. Sometimes you see lightning and you hear thunder. It's just like something off that they don't bring any attention to. That's great. But yeah, I just love that. that. And then, yeah, the boiler and room. And the boiler room is just, you know, again, great. You, you know, you feel like you're in the basement of a boiler mm-hmm. room. You get and it gets you like nervous. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And amped up. I've done it. Very... I, that I I was there twice. I and that's when I I did the chicken exit. You did the chicken exit. Yes. Now what? Where is the chicken exit? Uh, it's right before you, I I you get into an elevator and then you go up right for the ride to start. Uh you got. I think you go up oh. because I, the I'm pretty sure the chicken exit was at the end of the boiler, and it's just yeah. the elevator down. So what's scarier? A real elevator? Yeah, I hate elevator. I, I, we got stuck on elevator once, so I kind of hate elevators. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably should have just stayed on the ride. It's just in the buildup of that ride. Is Yeah. I, I would say the ride might begin after that. You go through the, you know, how you like your ring around the rosy and you see I the don't. Remember, I really don't remember. Don't remember anything about no. it. Um, but it's, it's, it's an absolutely great one. I agree. All right. And next up, we got Animal Kingdom. Uh, again, I've said before, currently maybe my favorite park. Uh, the level of detail and theming and story in these attractions, second to none. I mean, any of these three could be best best in the... Uh, like, I think you can argue the top five themed cues are the three in Animal Kingdom that we're going to talk about, Tower Terror and High Magic. Yeah, I definitely I wouldn't be surprised if everyone thought that. Yeah. Let's start with the newest one, Flight of Passage. Um, now, I've been in the full queue once. How many times have you been? Three or four? Five, maybe. So most of the time when you went to ride it, did you have a fast pass? Yes. Oh. Or I snuck on it. Yeah, because oh, I, I, I remember I snuck Don't on it. I snuck Ignore on Ignore that, cast members. I snuck on once. Uh, well, you snuck on with me. I snuck on to the the full queue because uh, the ride was shut down. And, oh, that's right. And right. I snuck on right when it opened up. I cut everyone in line. And so I basically walked on Flight of Passage. Yeah. Um, I, the, the Flight of Passage queue is awesome. Uh, and the story is like, um, the Pandora Conservation Initiative has allowed humans to come to the you know top of the mountains to participate in the Avatar program. 
Um, so you start in the cave filled with old paintings. Well, before the cave, you have that beautiful scenery. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I consider that more of just Pandora. Pandora. But yeah, you're right. You're right, because you do walk through the mountains. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if they're mountains, but like the areas of, of uh, what's, what's the jungle called? The Muara? Muara. Yeah, right? Valley Muara. Valley Muara. Um, yeah, those great waterfalls. And yeah, so then when you go into the caves, you've got the banshee pictures. I love like the old-fashioned banshee pictures, mm-hmm. um, the handprints of the Navi, showing like how strong the relationship is and how far back it goes, the relationship between Navi and the banshee. Um, then you go to uh, through the mountains, and it's like supposed to be like uh, kind of the similar to Pandora After Dark. Um, I wasn't super impressed with that part, but uh, and then you go through the. Uh, yes, I agree. Yeah. That are you forgetting the part where it's like the transition from cave to maybe? I, it's like you go through that. Uh, it's like you go through a giant door, and then you have like that water fountain station, and it's kind, and then then you go into that area. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you're not you're not mixing this up with Navi. No. Okay. Because I know I'm it's not. the water fountain station, not. Yeah, yeah. No, this is like you. Enter like uh, not an airlock, okay. but it's See, like that's the transition right there. Okay, I don't because I think the only time I've ever been on this was when we were with our aunt and cousins. Yep. Um, so I wasn't paying as much attention as I should have. Yeah. Um, but then you go into like the lab part, which is the highlight of it. Yes. Um, because you've got all those little experiments going on. You've got uh some of the books like there's um, Pandora Botany. Uh, my connection, life with the banshee, which I think is the book that that scientist lady, Dr. Jackie, Aki. yeah, talks about, or I think it's her book. Um, and even the lab, like it's so detailed. There's like notebooks, uh, there's coffee mugs. If you look, there's at, drawings. There's drawings. Yeah. If you yeah. look at a sign, like there, there's even a sign with directions to like the basketball court, which That's showing cool. that they have a basketball court in the lab. Um, you have the skull of a banshee or the, the mean banshee. In the corner, a mean, the mean banshee. Yeah, there's like the bad guy, that that the orange one. Okay, I don't see. I, I don't know if that. it's the banshee or I, him. I love like the the like all those little studies, like the mm-hmm. magnetic wire one, the um, uh, the eggs. Yeah, and then the best is uh, the big Hank in the tank. Yeah, the, I don't know how the name became Hank. I guess because it rhymes with tank. That's, that's exactly um, it. Yeah, and it's a full avatar. I think it's a. Animatronic? I think it is too because I've stared at it and I see the bubbles. Yeah, and like, it, like his stick under his leg and his eyes kind of open. I think and he I've never starts seen that, to move. I might be wrong, um, but he definitely starts to move. Like he's definitely moving. Yeah. I think it's uh, real and not a projection. It's it's a real person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then there's that great portrait, a mm-hmm. huge portrait of a Navi on a on a banshee, which mm-hmm. is beautiful and you they have the height indicator uh oh yeah like, i don't remember that like navi uh, like it's a height indicator for navi oh, like the I average I, I think i maybe saw that yeah um and then and then you get the priest show which is just death it's just 20 it's minutes too long it's i mean i understand it they need to get this is the most popular ride they you know it takes up a lot of time mm-hmm. it's just so i mean it's worth it. it it could be double the length and it's worth it it's just so freaking long yeah I... um and then i do love when you're leaving the queue uh, when you're leaving the ride, uh, when the lower levels, you'll pass three handprint sets in red paint, and they have initials on the bottom too. And it's the handprints of James Cameron, director of Avatar, John Landor, producer of Avatar. Landor. Yeah. And Joe Rody. Of course, we all know who Joe Rody is. The lead um, Imagineer. Yeah. Um, so I, you know. Pan- I talked about that when I met him. I said, hey, 
Guys, I hope you enjoyed the last <laughs> podcast that we're doing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, and then just you walk out and you just walk into Wind Traders mm-hmm. and you have that music playing. Great music. And everyone, there's not one person who's walking out of that ride being like, eh, it was. It a, is funny. Like, yeah, every single person all, is, is just their minds are blown. It's yeah, that's hilarious. And I do think I, we're not going to talk about, it, but Navi has a solid cue for what it is. Yep, it, it's simple, but. Place nice. Yeah, um, I don't think it beats anything we've talked about so far. No, you know what? I do like it, but I don't. I'm not prepared to talk about. It, but it, it's worth standing in at least once. Yes. All right. So let's move on uh, to our last two. Both are in Asia, um, and the first one we'll talk about is the Cali River Rapids. Um, and the backstory behind this is that it's a, an ecological rafting trip through the Cali River Rapids, which is uh, the water in Anandapur which is the little village that you're in when you're in the land of Asia. Um, and it starts like when you're at the Fast Pass place. The owner of Cali River Rapids, her name is Marisha Gurum, and she owns the thing. So so if you look up, like you, if you look in the back, you can see um, a ladder leading up to a door. If you look at the windows, like it shows she doesn't have too much money because the curtains are closed. That's cool. Yeah, and... Since there's a lot of flooding in Ananapur, if we ever do the full story of like Ananapur and stuff, I can talk about that. But Ananapur f- used to flood, so it's built on stilts. So her house is built on stilts. Interesting. I yeah. did I did the queue of uh of this ride in October, and yeah, I was just looking around, looking at all the little details. Yeah. Um, and so and then you pass through Ananapur's religious temple next. Um, so you'll see prayer flags strung up. That's my favorite room. Yeah, yeah, that, that I do love that one. Um, and, th- like, some of the things we cover with bells or ribbons. A ribbon is a prayer left by a traveling passenger, and a bell represents a prayer being heard and answered. Um, so, yeah, then you got the—it's called the Tiger Temple, the temple you go into, um, because people honor animals as spirit protectors in Ananapur. Um, so there's a large statue of a tiger. It's the guardian spirit of the kingdom. There's the fountain in the shape of, like, the snake, which I guess is supposed to be, like, uh, King Cobra, and it's also a local deity, and it's the spiritual protector of natural springs and rivers. Like, come on, how much, like, research went into this stuff? It's amazing. Um, So then, uh, after a couple more rooms, like, you would go into her office, and there's a slide projector displaying, like, where you're going to go. There's a tape recording of her explaining what the... uh, trip is that you're going to go you can see like the first dollar that she made framed that's cool um and then you go into the next room which is the loading room and you hear on the radio that there is like illegal logging cut people cutting trees and you, oh. you know how it happens in the ride in the top yeah yeah and they're saying don't send any more people on the on the attraction or on the cruise but if you notice, at, she's not there. On her desk, there's a sign that says "Gone to Temple," so she's not there. She doesn't hear the warning. So we're also so going. we still go. That's so yeah. cool. And again, there's like a million little things. When, you know, we don't have to talk about every little thing. But there, like, there's uh, you would also before that you pass through a antique shop, Mister Penica's antique shop, and there's a sign that says "Antiques Made to Order." <laughs> you know, an antique that. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah. Um, you, like, this cue, like, if you get into the story of Ananapur and, and the environmental aspects of it, it's fantastic. 
um, definitely, definitely worth going. What I like about this queue and the next one we're going to talk about, it's like it's not just related to the ride. It's related to the land. Oh, yeah. Like even Pandora, even the Pandora one, this just goes to show like any anyone who says Animal Kingdom is un, is overrated or doesn't give it the credit it deserves. It just can't be more yeah, wrong. I, I, you're absolutely right. And I think it's like I think the time has come for Animal Kingdom deniers or Animal Kingdom naysayers. Like your time is over. Yeah. Like people realize now how amazing Animal Kingdom is. Um, and I think it's it's worth ending with probably my favorite cue. Expedition Everest. Yeah. We talked a lot about it last time, so I won't go into like an insane amount of detail. But this queue, this is the one that if I have to spend like an hour and a half in it, I actually might do it because there is that much. Yeah, that much to look in. It starts like you start in the office of um, Norbu and Bob who own the the railroad that's going to take you up into the mountains um, isn't it true? Yeah. Did you talk about this on here that their their like beds are yeah like, above yeah us like in, as you enter in Nepal, which is where this attraction is based on, shopkeepers would sometimes sleep in their offices. So if you look up in their office, you'll see a ladder going up, and then you'll see a bed and like clothes and stuff. So cool. Yeah, um, you'll see that there are they're both displaying their touring operation license. Provided by the Minister of Economic Development. <laughs> like, like, there's literally that much detail in the fake touring license. There's framed letters on the wall from important people who have taken the tour and written about how much fun they've had. Um, there's a there is a framed front page paper of the local Ananapur uh, newspaper, and it's telling the story of how. The Royal Anapur Tea Company had to close down because the fabled Yeti and how Norbu and Bob reopened it to let people do. Again, all this story is just taking place in this one little area. Yeah. And then you go through. There's the uh, the Yeti, yeah, um, uh, Yeti Temple, and yeah, there's a bunch of different. You know, it's like porch or uh, statues of the Yeti, sculptures of the Yeti. Um, they all have if they have red on the forehead. Red is the color of protection. In Nepal, so they're asking the Yetis to protect them. The locals are asking the Yetis to protect them. Uh, then you pass through a couple other places, but the the, the highlight is the Yeti Museum, mm-hmm. and that's a place like it's that's the best part. If someone told you this was a real museum, I, you know, it's like eh, maybe the Yeti <laughs> is real. You know, um, uh, most of the stuff was actually taken from Nepal. Yeah, like it's actual authentic. That's stuff. also uh, at the entrance. Once we get there, at the entrance of the where would you get on the train? Yeah, what about? It? Uh, that's all that stuff is real expedition equipment. You know how when you get on on the other side of the track. Oh, really? You have all that. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever looked at that. You never seen that? You? I think you have. And I might be explaining it to you wrong, but it's literally when like, you're actually on the ride. When you're sitting on the train. Yeah. Right before you take off, if you look to your right, you'll see equipment. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. So yeah, and like there's even like the professor who runs the Yeti Museum. Like, he has signs advertising it before you even get into the queue. Like, they're around the Asia land. Um, he's got his uh, uh, degrees from his colleges on the wall. Um, and then there's there's things like the Yeti interpreting the findings, the Yeti in art and culture, local tales of the Yeti. There's a footprint that was discovered of the Yeti. There's, like, exhibits of the Yeti's poop. Yeti dung. <laughs> yeah, Yeti dung. Um 
there is an exhibit where this was like the thing a couple British explorers went up one day and the only thing that was ever found of them again was their and this is this this is fake this isn't <laughs> anything real but with the only thing that was ever found of them was their ripped up tent and their like smash canteens and a camera and you see the pictures in there too of like flashes of the yeti and that and got where is that in the exhibit do you know it is uh well i mean it's um it moves around i think okay because i saw i think it might be two copies because i saw one in the fast pass queue too so i don't know exactly where it is but the yet the thing i love about the museum also like you know how it's this used to be a tea company on the yep. this is a tea storage room because on the walls it says royal ananapur tea company so. yeah <laughs> I, I i remember that that's like right when you before mm-hmm. you go outside yeah. right now, what is in the Fast Pass queue of this? I don't think you've ever done Fast Pass. Yeah, I, d- I think I did it for the first time this time. It's basically just a shortened version. Okay. Um, so the reason I know this next part is because I'm a maniac and I researched. And I got the script that Joe Rody would read from on the opening day of going through this land. So Norbu and Bob, there's two offices. You go So Norbu's is the standby queue. And you go through an office in the fast pass queue, and that's Bob's. Oh and, my gosh! Yes, yeah. and the fast pass queue—you don't go through a lot of stuff because you don't need to get merchandise or, or supplies because you're prepared. You're you going fast. fast? Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's that is ama- just yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I know. Um, so, so there's like little parts of the museum, like there's uh, like one display, like two or three displays, but in one area. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's, like, the similar signs, like the professor's got a sign in both parts that says the weight of the evidence leads us to the inevitable conclusion. The Yeti is real. Respect him when you're entering his domain. And then I love, like, the capitalist businessman right below it says, uh, like, don't worry about the warning. We don't agree with this. Just get on the attraction. Spend your money. (laughs) Have fun. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I've showed you this, and I blew my mind when I saw it that it was actually real. There's patches of expeditions that go up the mountain, and one of them is like mouseketeering mountain excursions. I remember that. Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just I, I we you know we could talk about this queue for like another hour. Um, this is also another one with a good post queue because you go into the Serpazong Bazaar. It's where you can get all your Yeti merchandise, and then when you leave the place, if you look up, you'll notice that there's wood stacked on the roof and in nepal stacked wood on a roof is a sign of wealth since wood is very scarce so this guy he's got a very successful business he you know merchandise for the expedition everest so he's going to have a lot of wood on his roof that's very yeah such detail and then there's also like some local tributes to the yeti like in the in the areas around it mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean again that's just like there's some some of these cues there's a feeling, you know, smelling water in pirates. And there's simple stuff, you know, seeing two skeleton statues. Mm-hmm. And then there's like... The gravestones. Yeah, tech, you know, tributes. And then there's more technical things. And then there's just like things that aren't moving, like that you just have to look at and find. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the amount, again, the amount of detail, the amount of different kinds of detail that are in these attractions. That's why, like, the Imagineers put that stuff in you're doing yourself a service to enjoy it. They did it so you can enjoy it. Next time you're there, take a couple minutes, just check these things out. Because, again, 
you're going to appreciate it so much more the next time. And then you can tell your friends who are, are, are new Disney fans, hey, check this out, check this out, check this out. Keep on spreading the word. Yeah. And that is our episode um, of our favorite cues. I have a question. Yeah. Do you have a least favorite cue? That's a good question. I was actually thinking about that. I can't think of any that I like absolutely bad despise. Bad cues. Bad cues. Soren's got a bad cue. Yeah, I, I don't hate that because uh, it's kind of like a terminal. Even the ex- the exit is like a terminal. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. Um, I'm not a fan of test tracks. No, no I don't like test tracks. Putting you on the spot. There's a lot of detail in Big Thunder Mountain's cue, that, but I almost never do the standby cue. So like, I, I don't like to talk about stuff if I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know if it's real or not. Um, but that queue, at least the fast pass queue, gets so hot. And yeah. it's, it just it just feels so crowded. I hate standing in it. Great details. I love the stuff after too. Like there's the the water springing. Um, but uh, you know I don't I don't like being in it. I'm not big. Well, Space Mountain's got some good queue stuff. Oh yeah, Space Mountain's got yeah the music. Yeah, there's a good story with that. Mm-hmm. Um, worst queue might be soaring for me just because. I, I like yeah okay ho- uh, airport terminal but like how boring is that I know I get it I just don't care and also the ride sucks now so I don't think that <laughs> um, I'd probably have to go with test track as my least favorite yeah test track's a good one because I've never done the samba queue and that just seems miserable it's just making your yeah yeah test track that uh, test track is 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 a good answer for that. I'm just going through all the all the rides. All the cues. Peter Pan was would have been the answer. Yeah, but before they, they updated that. I'm you know what I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I don't think it's worth standing in line for Seven Doors. I know there's a lot of interactive stuff. Yeah, it's it's but not, it's more for kids. I think to keep them. From it's being not bored. worth it. Yeah, all that stuff's for kids. I do like the so. detail in the loading area, like yeah. the, all the you know equipment and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you all for listening to um, the episode of All Star Lost Podcast. Let us know what you think. What is your favorite cue? What is your least favorite cue? Do you are you angry we forgot one? Are you do you agree with us? Let us know. Instagram Disney Detailer. Let us know all your opinions on the uh, show. Yeah, if if you guys enjoy like hearing about the details and you know, like the backstories, let Nick know on Instagram because I, I I'm thinking about maybe possibly starting like a website to. Post some yeah. of the stories because maybe it's better. That'd be great. Yeah, like in written form. Maybe a little blog thing. Yeah, yeah, so let us know. Let us hear your opinions on there. We want to thank you all for listening. Uh, we will see you next time. Anthony, play us off. Let's do it. Congaloosh. Congaloosh. Congaloosh.